This week on Bookpile Banter, Kim converts Sarah from tiresome to tedious, and Amberly has to explain the difference between a kink and a fetish. Listener discretion is advised. Mature content is in this episode. Welcome to Bookpile Banter. This is Amberly with Sarah and Kim. Today we are going to discuss A Kingdom of Flesh and Fire, which is the second book in the From Blood and Ash series by Jennifer L. Armentrout. And this book was published in September 2020, which for those trying to keep track, the first book was published in March 2020. So this was a quick turnaround. And for this book... (laughs) Murphy, quit chasing the cat. For this book, the plot is Castile has declared that he and Poppy are to be married, much to her displeasure. But as they prepare to travel to his kingdom, they are faced with many challenges, and Poppy has to come to terms with what marriage really means for the two of them. So, Sarah, what did you think of this book? I mean, that is an accurate description. That is literally all that happens. More than that happens. That's a very simplified version. (laughs) This book is just anime filler. It is an episode where nothing happens. Okay. Get. You. Get. Oh, we are not playing Ring Around the Rosie. No, we're playing Chase the Daenerys. Go on. Okay. <laughs> so this is an anime filler. Basically. Or, you know, just a cartoon show where so they you, fillers. Def- I can say, define that for me, because I've never heard that term before. It's just like film. an episode where they do think, like, the characters talk or something happens, but it doesn't really, nothing happens. It's like a beach day, where they go off to go have some little mini-adventure that really doesn't change anything plot-wise, but you get to watch characters be adorable. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And so they do that to pad their shows back in the day when they had, like, Oh, no, they still do. do a year. Oh, they still they still yeah, had them. Probably. Um, but people like the beach episode, so. I never have. <laughs> okay. She's, she's on top of the furniture. Yeah. She's yeah. not going to knock all that down. We'll see how she It'll be down. good. I don't know how she's going to get down. That's what I'm saying. We'll see how oh, she gets down. Oh, she'll be fine. She's I mean, a cat. Yeah. She's got nine lives. She's only expended four or five of them. <laughs> For those needing context, my cat has jumped up onto our hutch, which is basically she's at the the level of the ceiling. She's touching the ceiling with her head. And there's a bunch of stuff we store up there that she is now trying to decide how to get around. And you can't reach her because there's stuff. Sewing stuff because I sew. Okay. All right. Let her sit up there. She'll hang out. Murphy can't get to her. Yes. So I thought there was plot. I feel like we learned a lot and that a significant oh, amount of stuff happened. Jesus Christ, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> like, all that happens is they're at that one place, New Haven, whatever. Yes. Then, at some point, several hundred pages later, they go to... Oh, no, now fill in those several hundred pages. They have sex without wanting to have sex, except unless you're one I of don't them. Want a thousand sex. times. No, I mean, it was like... Nine times uh, total in the book. But by oh, Sarah's standards, I didn't count this time. I but a sexy tally, and I mean like nine is conservative because there was one where I really wanted to put another point for, but it happened only two pages after my first point. 
And it was like kind of a continuation. It just goes an escalation. And I was like, oh boy, this is getting even worse. Um, so I held off on adding a point. It would have been even 10 then. So um, in, in my hyperbolic terminology, yeah, a thousand times. There was a lot of it in this book. And it was tedious as fuck. Yes, very. Well, all of it was tedious. Tedious to as me. fuck. Um, <laughs> I mean, so for those who find fucking tedious, you're going to dislike it. For those who don't find fucking <laughs> tedious, you're going to love it. No, I mean, it wasn't no. creative. And it, oh, and it didn't even like it. So there was weird, sudden moments of sexual content, which never seemed appropriate. Um, but so much of it was also... And again, I liked it in the first book. Like, I thought her dialogue was good. Yeah. In this book, it just felt like a Q&A session with every character she met. All right. She found a way down. <laughs> Told you she would. <laughs> okay, so Q&A session. So, yeah. So, everything was just, like, these really long, drawn-out conversations where it's like, okay, 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 this is just exposition. Cool. Um, and when the other characters are making fun of that exposition, it's like... What, why are we doing this? As a writer, instead of realizing as a writer that you're doing this, that you're asking these endless questions in order to provide information and then making other characters make fun of that, maybe you find another way to provide this information. Because it was an ongoing joke between the characters that she asks endless questions. I didn't hate it, but I, I like, I get it. It was a lot of questions. And I think that's one of those things where this could have used a better editor or more of an editing yeah. to it. Yeah. Slashed a lot of that. Be like, find a different way to write this into your Yeah. Narrative. But I did like it as a technique. Um, oh. If it had been used less, perhaps. Which is fair, but I, yeah. I I didn't mind it. I mean, I hated it as a technique. I do hate techniques where it's just like a long, like not dialogue, where it's just like background text where you don't even really get the characters. It's just like this happened and this and that, and, and I don't like that either. So it's like, but how would you like your information delivered, I, Sarah? Just With a knife to someone's. Oh no, you don't like the knife to someone's throat because that was in this, and you <laughs> because he was like fucking her at the same time. I just. We will talk about that later, I assume. Um, but no, it's just like it was too extreme in the opposite direction, where it was just conversations that went on too long. And then sometimes when the conversations took a turn towards the important, like, hey, your heartmates, the chapter ends. Yeah. And then, like, and then we went to breakfast, and we ate breakfast, and then I had a different conversation. I thought about heartmates a couple times later on, but, you know, just didn't seem super relevant to continue that conversation. <laughs> And then, like, halfway through the book, it's like, finally, they bring it up again. And it's like... Yeah, I got really tired of her her being the mm -hmm. main character never following through. She would be given information by these other people trying to help her interact with this guy who is, you know, oh, so mysterious. Um, and then she would never pursue it, either with the person asking her questions or they'd be like, yeah, no. Or they no, just go on I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you about this, but yeah, figure it out. And then they would just kind of banter back and forth on something that wasn't really related to what yeah. they're talking about. Like again, making fun of like her questioning or whatever. Yeah. And then it's just like okay. But it, but I love Kieran. I oh uh, yes yes. Kieran. He's the only reason this book got a slightly higher rating than it would have gotten. I, I love the Wolven. I Sassy love the Kieran. Wolven. Yeah, it was the only redeeming feature yeah. for me. I, and, but and he was the one always making fun of her. Oh, yeah. it's another question. Really? 
it's like, and I love it until it's like, okay, this is this is yeah. a, this well, is a fair warning. You guys are getting that again next book. Oh, I'm not were. surprised, but yeah, you could have cut out like 450 pages, like just. A little bit in the beginning. And no, then... I think you could trim like 200 from it. There was 300 at the very least. I think we could have trimmed at least 300 of her internal dialogue oh. talking about the same goddamn thing over because, yeah. and over. And and I could that do that ad nauseum. It was You either got nonstop. QAs that dragged on too long or nonstop. In her thoughts. <laughs> and you know what? I started the first few pages of the next book, and I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck, she's still having these conversations how with herself. How is she still having these conversations? Yeah, how has she not come to terms with what's going on in her life? She's like, oh, it must all be pretend, even though he has made it very clear. Like, <laughs> I'm just so ugly with my scars. And it's like, no, he has made it clear. He does not care about your scars. Yeah. <laughs> you still Because he keeps this? kissing them. You yeah. think he'd come to terms with the fact that he's turned on by the goddamn scars. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. And then, and then we go through all of this, and he's like, oh, stab me again, stab me again. Then we find out his dad likes it too. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, that. that is, that is, that is a level of daddy issues that I just don't even want to address. Yeah, every time they, they were in a scene together, it's like he was just constantly trying to put his fingers in his vagina. I know. Which he did do. And I was like, okay, that's... A thing that two characters could do together, I guess, <laughs> all the time. That was the thing about this book. I was like, they're like, oh, we yeah, pause. Yep, yeah. Okay, sorry about that. We had an, a little interruption. So, Sarah, you were talking about fingering and love. <laughs> right, right, yeah. So, they talk about being in love with each other, but I'm, I don't, I'm not convinced in any way that they are actually in love and, you know, because it just seems more like lust. That was my exact thoughts. This is lust. This is not love. Yeah. Because, yeah. Especially on his part, because all he wants to do when he's near her is get his hand into her vagina or possibly his penis. But yeah, yeah. Least, he's weirdly ambivalent about his penis. He just, <laughs> he's really into getting her like, off. And, Can you get those out of there? Yeah, yeah. And have a conversation. Now, I will say, talking. as far as writing fingering, I give the author some kudos because she addressed the g-spot mm-hmm. she addressed that it isn't just sticking your fingers in there and putting them in and out there's looking for a certain point oh that must have been part that i skipped because <laughs> i was like oh god this Here is one where i definitely skipped uh, over a lot of the text when it started like talking about fingers I, 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 I skipped over a lot of the text on it too i did not especially but when i knew it was another inner dialogue about the same thing we'd already inner dialogue about for... <laughs> okay so what did you guys like about this now that you've spent Here. Kieran. I love Kieran. I love um, who's the other woman? Delano. Delano. Love Delano. Delano was fine. He just didn't have a huge. Oh, I. Sorry. You I like can Jasper. Talk. We'll let you speak. Oh today. yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Amberly is here too. I am. Welcome to the Kim and Sarah show. <laughs> so yes, I. Uh, okay. Oh, I was trying to give you guys a chance to talk about what you actually liked before I gave in my input now that you've ranted about what you guys hated. Um, Oh, I got more. I know you do. (laughs) (laughs) So for me, I wasn't, I don't know, none of those things bothered me. It is a lot of internal monologuing and a lot of questioning, but I didn't hate it. And I kind of like it better than the typical trope of the hero just magically knows or magically finds the right book. Um, it was. It, I thought it was kind of nice that for once, 
it was a chance to actually, like, realistically, if we were in those situations, we would just be asking a whole shit lot of questions. Um, so I, I thought it was actually kind of, it, well, it wasn't always fun to read. It was kind of realistic that, you know, we would all ask questions and then sometimes someone says something to you and you just dumbly don't think to ask more questions about it because... See, that is totally not me. I, I ask your father. I, I go for the jugular when it comes to asking questions. I, if there is information to be had, I will continue until I have the information. So no, that's not realistic. Now, what did you raise your hand about? Oh, oh, he found the right book because she had taken the book from the library from the first book and he brings up that book. The, the, the diary. Oh, the diary. The diary. The oh, yeah. no, that's not the right book thing. That's just he. It was funny. It's it a sexy funny. book. And so she read it and he caught it and he kept it. it it's and not. He brings it up regularly. Well, yeah, to torment her. I know. It's I not. Know. It does not divulge do. special information. No, it doesn't. But there, the, I do love the way they. The dialogue. And I, and yeah. I think I mentioned it in the first book. Yeah. I really love the dialogue. It, yeah. is, it is good. The inner dialogue is, ugh, yeah, it, it needs to end. It could have trimmed it, down a bit. It, it does kind of inner monologue a fair amount. Um, I think that's the one thing that I... I think an editor would rip that apart. I think yeah. She, yeah. An editor, I say she, because, you know, all editors are female. I don't know why. In my brain. <laughs> Whatever. They yeah. would um, just say, we've done this. We've done this. And yeah. just take that out of the book. This has yeah. already been addressed Let's move forward. And that's yeah. the thing. Whilst they're riding down the road, nothing is moving forward. They are yeah. literally traveling from one town to the next. Well, there was some stuff that happened. I mean, they got uh, attacked by some bone people. Yeah, the dead bone but clan. But that doesn't matter. They all just get burned later on. So it's Well, like, we're assuming. I'm yeah, assuming assume. they'll come up again. But I yeah. don't even know if they're important enough. I don't that, care. Yeah. It was just yeah. a moment to add more some action yeah, to what yeah. was otherwise nothing. Yeah. Which, I mean, I can't blame them for, but I wouldn't consider that, like, a major point. It was just something else, probably because she didn't want to go back through the inner monologue right. again. And, and I then think, when they traveled to, at the very end, to the Atlantean home, they had the... Yeah, that's when the, the actual story starts. Yeah. For me. Everything else is just, like... Oh, see, I filler. thought there was plot. I thought there was development. Because we have... They start off at New Haven, obviously. The Ascended Attack... Lord Cheney, Tawny. No, see, I I Lord liked Cheney. that town. Yeah. Pompeii was pointless. Yeah, that was a little weird. There wasn't really anything there Pompeii other than I think yeah. other than to show the level of progress that had happened. And I can't say its name. Seps. Seps. Sepsis. Sepsa. I forget how it's spelled. S P E S S A. S P. Spessa. Oh, S. Spessa's point. Spessa's, yes. Spessa's end. Yes. Spessa's end? Yeah, I'm just yeah, going to call it end, because I... It, end is... Because I, I cannot say that word. My mouth is not going to do that. Um, what was I even... I think it was to show a, a contrast. I don't think it was necessary, but I think it was to show how much progress had been made in the second town. I think it was um, also... The, the writer is enjoying her little plays on words... Yeah. And I think making Pompeii an actual... Ruin is... Yeah. 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 It's a play on her Atlantis, Atlantean, Antian, Mediterranean. Atlantean, I'm sure yeah. I'm sure if this was actually, if I looked at the maps and paid attention to maps, I'm terrible. I never pay attention to oh, maps. maps um, we'd probably say that there's some like weird Mediterranean layover mm -hmm. going on here, um, particularly with the number of like bays there are. 
Um, I feel like every time they turn around, they're near water, and I'm not sure how that's possible. <laughs> Unless it's the Mediterranean. Island. Well, they're apparently somewhere very limited in space because Atlantia is running out of space. Yeah. It's like then either, well, there's huge mountains, I guess, near there because they're bigger than the Skodos Mountains, as they say at one point. I yeah. think the inspiration is supposed to be Mediterranean because if you actually, well, you've been there. If you actually pay attention to the topography of that area, it's... Like peninsulas, mountains, then cut off the pen- the different peninsulas and islands and, and stuff. And also a random place with snow. That yeah. wasn't mountains. Unless they were supposed to be mountains, the blood forest area? Was I don't snowy? know. I think that was just supposed to be snowy. I think that was just supposed to be for- further north. I, 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 I Let's see here. Arctic Arctic south. Oh. Is Mediterranean is, Arctic straight. Is right there a the map in here? I don't think so. There's a map in the... But it's oh yeah there is oh there is yeah there is a map oh that's definitely meant to be it's supposed to be a very rough Mediterranean yeah so they were up here in New Haven so they were supposed to be north and they're heading south um so okay are they we surrounded by the ocean this is Europe well this is the sea but like know. like this easily could be like the Great Britain area this would be like France. This would be heading down into oh, this would be Spain. Spain, Italy. Yeah, this yeah. is supposed to be a very rough, close approximation to Europe. Yeah, very smushed. And like, I feel like this would be. Well, they managed to get everywhere in a couple of days. Yeah, so. I know. So it's very yeah. tiny. And this would be like Europe if you don't pay attention to three fourths of what Europe is. Or if you have no idea what the actual <laughs> well, size of Europe is. Yeah. yeah. Um, what you tell snow in some places in oh yeah, yeah in it's France so weird that they was like they went it snows in Italy if yeah you're in northern Italy it snows, it snows significantly yeah. in northern yeah. Italy because you're up near the Alps yeah so um, yeah that's yeah. more mountainous yeah, yeah I think and though, in the book it just seemed like they went through a plane for like a couple hours and then suddenly it was like freezing cold yeah yeah as if they'd stepped into the Arctic and then yeah left. Yeah, the mapping is a little weird here. Possibly, like, I could see this as the, also could be the United States. No. If you, like, remove Canada and Mexico, but, like. So, North America. No, this is. Yeah, but it's weird. It's It's got a European feel feel to it. I mean, definitely, because of all the weird Greek and then other names. Yeah. Um, So, (laughs) we just spent however long discussing the map. Um, (laughs) But I can't remember what I was saying before that. Um, base, Pompeii. Oh yeah, there's a lot of pa- a lot of play on words with that. Um, however, I think there was plot. I mean, even when they get back, when they get to the end, to end, not the end. Sorry, the end where I can't say it. S end. end. Yeah. Um, there's still plot. It takes it a bit longer, but there's the stuff that happens with Beckett. There is the the wedding itself. Um, and then there is them being attacked. So I think yeah. stuff happens. I think the problem is there's so much filler between when things happen. Well, it feels I'm... like there isn't a plot at times. Yeah, I mean, I know that there is stuff that happens, but that's the thing. It's like the majority of the book is filler and then it just seems like at the very end is when she finally started squeezing things in and it's like that part should be what the book is focused on. I'm going to warn you the next book does that. What? Where it focuses on the um, very the end stuff? At the very end. I'm just gonna warn you now. Is it the same inner dialogues? Um, is she there's still a lot of fingering because I can get through it fast if there's fingering. I'll just do that. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember how much sexual content there is in it because I don't. I don't pay attention to the sexual content. I read it. It's there. It's fine. I, it doesn't. I don't hate it. It doesn't 
like thrill me. I, it's there. <laughs> um, I just wish that the characters were doing something else. Sometimes, sometimes I snicker over word choices. Um, okay, so okay, so you, but, you say sometimes you wish they were doing something else. How weird was the scene? They they go through the battle and then all of a sudden they're in no. the wagon. It's like there is a war actually a battle <laughs> whatever around you but let's shut the wagon door and, and then the whole thing is the whole guard we got the whole fucking um we're getting fingered uh, at night like by there was know, a body all the in there no well there was a <laughs> no it was ashes. ash so they're fucking on top of her ashes yeah she dissolved like, lord help me get yes. me out of here I, I honestly I I went oh Jack. I am not doing this I Oh, it's it's done. I turning pages. Okay, it's done. And, there were and then they step out. The they're guarding. They're like, oh, the two are fucking again. Has to be so tired of listening to these two have sex. It's just got to be. I don't think it phases him. I really don't. I I don't think it does. But that it's it, surely the poor man has something better to do than sit and listen to his. His his I don't know two hundred year old teenager. I don't know. I think we need to show more about the bond because maybe like he gets gratification from it. and We just don't That's know. Even worse. <laughs> I prefer to think he's just dissociating. Yeah. Maybe, maybe imagining a different life where he wasn't bonded at birth, <laughs> since that obviously was not his choice. <sighs> I'm like oh yeah, not everyone gets bonded, but it's like. Whatever, what's his face? It's like, we were bonded at birth. It's like, well, okay. So well, it's because he's a elemental. Yeah. And, and a prince, and so. And didn't get choose it. Which is weird, because it's like, it seems like the Wolven are equal footing in terms of citizenship, or, you know, rights and stuff, but then they also have these bonds where, like, they get bonded to the Atlantean, and it almost seems like, I don't know. But they just, get to choose. I think they, most of the time it's a choice. Not if they're babies. <laughs> not yeah. Human. Not, yeah. Karen I, didn't have a choice. And that's weird to me. However, I think I think we're we're. I mean, like the parents might be like, it's an honor because he's an elemental or whatever. But well, still... I think it's it's the royal family. Yeah, and still and it's not something that, like they can break it, and it's there's no. I mean, because Alistair broke his bond. Yeah, and there's right, no ramifications. Like the only one ever. And that, they, yeah, for the royal family. Upon his family and his whole line. Yeah. Yeah. Well, except for the kings and queens still use him as an advisor. No, I mean, like, if Kieran was just like, hey, I'm not feeling this because I don't I want don't, this. No, I don't think so. It actually wouldn't surprise me if we get to the point that the bond's going to break. Given yeah. the amount of times that well we're... past that point after the carriage scene. <laughs> the carriage scene or the scene in the mountains where they're all, you know, cuddled up on the same little pad together is like, okay, that's not awkward to wake up to in the middle of the night. And then you're having some out-of-body experience where you almost throw yourself off a cliff. I just, I don't know. I think I might have thrown myself off the cliff. <laughs> it, it's a little close. It's a little close. It's, it is a little close. It's I little agree, Daenerys. We didn't get a threesome yet. The joining. So we can discuss the joining. How do you, what do you guys feel about that? Feels like a really forced concept to try and do a threesome at some point. I, I agree. I, I agree. So most people are really excited for that and they were actually mad that it was brought up and didn't happen. I mean, well, these people are probably reading it for the fingering, so, you know. Let's not shame them if they are. No, 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 no. <laughs> me, personally, I'm yeah. not here for yeah. that. So for me, the joining, it's like, 
it's far you know whether it's a threesome or not. I, I, I just don't think it's. I also just don't understand. I think it's titillation for the re- I don't think it's going to happen. I, I think it's titillation for the reader. I okay. think it's it's, it's like a little bit of bait. Yeah, a yeah. little bit of. Um, Plot-wise, I don't see the necessity of it because they're like... I mean, granted, it would be to extend her lifespan, if that's even necessary, since she's like some sort of weird... Well, exactly. That, that's why I say whatever, it's fake, because we yeah. get to all the way to the end and we find yeah. out she is But it's like, why would it be ultimate? necessary for anyone else if they never did it with mortals? Like, why was yeah. it even discussed or brought up? But then a lot of stuff was brought up that... So, it's brought up He because Alistair brings up the joining and he makes it all this horrible thing. And then she finally, after... Obsessing over it. Obsessing over it for pages and pages and pages. She finally brings it up. And, and, um. Netta. Oh, was it Netta that yeah. told her? She yeah, she talked like, to Netta about it because yeah, she finally, she like, like. No, it doesn't well, have to be that way. You don't have to Netta, do that. I thought, it, I thought she talked about it with Castile. I thought she, she did too, too, but she first asked Netta, which I think is a, one thing I was going to say is, is we talk about her, you know, not asking further questions. Uh, however, she's mostly surrounded by men. Well, yeah. And and before then, she didn't really interact with too many men. Oh, I know. There's an excuse for it. Yes, it yes. Mean it's fun to read. No. <laughs> I know, and that's what I'm saying. Is is something that to keep in mind is she didn't have too many people to ask questions, and now she's surrounded by people that she's having to learn how to develop interactions with. Um, I do like her and. I still, I do like her and Netta interacting because she doesn't, I, I noticed when it came to Netta, she didn't hesitate to ask. When she was finally presented a situation where she was just her and Netta for at a period of time, she asked, what is the joining? Can you please explain this to me? And Netta did. But this is coming from someone who hasn't had a female figure to explain well, no, she, the she, basics. Tawny did explain things to her. She's not. But she, Tawny didn't know a lot. Right. Right, but the the jump to her trusting Netta to me is not even. What does it surprise me? Yeah, she trusted yeah. Kieran. But again, um, it it makes the reading tedious. It does a little bit, yeah. Yeah, it's like it makes sense, but it could still be executed better. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you guys, don't want the joining to happen. I, I mean, don't. It I don't happen. I, I don't care. Oh, you don't care. Really want yeah. the sexual content in general. But okay. I mean, it's a new adult book. Yeah, it's probably written with people who enjoy that thing in mind. So, so I think we're we're looking at a writer that likes to write. It's a romance. No, but likes to write fan fictiony type writing. Mm-hmm. And this whole bond between two men is a thing in mm-hmm. fan fiction. And so she wanted this bond between these two men. And then instead of where a lot of fan fiction writers get condemned, and this isn't me condemning, this is what they get condemned Mm -hmm. for, they make one of the two men very feminine so that it's a almost a male-female union, even though it's two men. So what she has done that's different is she has these two men, they are very masculine men, and then she's thrown a woman into the middle of it. Um... So she's still getting that bond, and that's yeah. and that's the bait she is throwing. Yeah, and and I unfortunately at this point, and I've not read any further. I think it's bait, and I don't like bait. Okay. Um, I think she's baiting people who like a certain type of story. Okay. Um, that bond of men. We'll find out later if it if it actually if there is a 
more sexual component to Castile and um, and Kieran. And, um, I don't think there is because Kieran is he just doesn't look like he would have the patience or seem like he would have the patience for it. Because <laughs> Castile is a needy bitch, and Kieran <laughs> seems like he has very little patience for neediness. Oh. Um, <laughs> So what I want to happen so badly, we, we briefly at one point this happened to come up. I so badly want Delano to be Poppy's bonded Wolven. Oh, I do too. I don't know if you had any desire for that, any notice of that. Um, I mean, I would like it if he would appear and play a larger role in the story. Um, especially because you were saying how he was like your favorite. Oh, he is my favorite. Time. And I was like waiting for him to play a larger role. Okay, do we do remember that I love secondary characters? Yeah, like, he, like, had a few lines and then was, like, not around. See, yeah. No, what, I'm, what I'm seeing in it, because I like Delano a lot also, her, she sees him when they're in battle, when they're, when they're moving here, moving there. She sees Delano all the time. white. Yeah, yeah. But, but he's always the first to respond to yeah, her situation. And he's, and he's responded to protecting her. I get the impression that um, maybe the joining is kind of a... You mean a, the bonding? Bonding, yeah. whatever. I mean, the joining can be between four people, as mm-hmm. she right. did make a point of saying, which I was like, oh. Great. <laughs> but the, the bonding, sorry. Yeah. The terminology gets tedious. Yeah. Uh, that's my word of the day, apparently, tedious. is tedious. Um, but... I think there's an attraction element to it, and I think there uh, Delano feels that attraction and um, and is feeling connection. We're gonna say connection because attraction makes it sound okay. Connection, connection. Uh, just so people don't think we're thinking it's sexual, said, no, no, but no, just just a connection. Yeah, there's connection. there's there's something and, there. And that I that's me reading between the lines. I yeah. See it, so well, I I mean, it, and there's the fact that cause the reason why Delano's one of my favorite characters is because it is that fact that every time she gets into a precarious situation, it is actually him who tends to respond first. Mm-hmm. It's not Castile. It's not Kieran. It's actually actively like when she was being tacked back in the last book, he was, a, he responded to her. Um, there's been a couple of times where he thought he hurt her and came to make sure she was okay. Uh, I think even this time when they were being attacked by the dead bones clan, Castile went off to fight, and Delano actually was staying near her to protect her. Well, um, yeah, Castile went up into the tree and was yeah. throwing people down for yeah. Delano <laughs> to tear apart. Yeah, but he was still keeping around her while as Castile went blood crazy. Well, not blood crazy, but he got focused in on fighting and just trusted that she would be able to protect herself. Um, and when the Wolven appear in the big battle, I think the first one she notices is Delano with Kieran that he had actually joined that group running in or no, he was in the battle and almost always near her while they were fighting until the other Wolven came in to help against the ascended at the end there. Um, so she kept noticing him. So he continued in this giant battle to come find her and end up at her side constantly. Um, so I just, I like him and I want to know more about him. I want them to give us, I want the author to give more about him. Um, cause I think it's important, but I also really like the Wolven in general. I like Karen. I like Netta. Um, I don't think there's one. I like Beckett. Uh, so so let's address a little bit how 
weirdly dog-like they are when they're young. I, I, I want to really like it, but at the same time, it feels very demeaning to me. You know, it's like you go through this period of time, and, and they talk about as soon as you go through the culling, you, you, that, that period of time stretches and stretches and goes on forever and ever. And so this, this, this poor kid's going to be running around wagging his tail and, and getting into shit for the longest period of time and breaking his back and, and other such things. And you it's know, just like, I'll be honest, it just made me think of teenage boys and how goofy they can be at times mm-hmm. and most of the time. I didn't find it too weird. I just took it as like teenage boy vibes. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, sweetheart, you made that choice. <laughs> I found it adorable and yeah. I found it demeaning at the same time. Yeah, but no, I can get especially it. Especially when you like look at somebody like Karen, who is clearly his own individual and mm-hmm. is is willing to snark back with the best of them. Yeah. Um, but meanwhile, we have Beckett running around knocking buildings over. so what did you guys think because we've now almost touched on all the woven there's only two left what did you guys think of jasper i like jasper i like jasper i like jasper too i'm glad that jasper is the representative for the wolvens rather than alistair yeah alistair um and i hope more jasper comes in because he was pretty towards pretty end but i would like to continue to see jasper be a factor and what are your guys' thoughts on alistair Backstabbing piece of shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. He seemed okay in the beginning, but something was off. And then as it goes on, it's just like, yeah, exactly. It just yeah. Uh, well, did you notice that every time she had one of her like freakouts about like yeah, the joining and stuff, it's always him who gives her information. Oh, he triggers um, it. Yeah, but he doesn't give her enough. He just like keeps trying to put problems in the that way. That's true. Yeah. He definitely seems problematic. I was more confused as to why he kept reminding her of um, Victor. Because she mentions it like multiple times. So then I kept trying to figure out why that was the case. And I didn't yeah, really pay attention to all their interactions. I know why. Yeah. Okay, just stop and leave it. I know. I'm just saying, I'll know. I know why. It will make sense. Well, I guess it'll, we'll find out in the third book during some Well, then obviously probably. Victor was a woven. No. Okay. No, it's think, not that Victor was a wolven. No, no. I yeah, I don't think he had blue eyes, um, no. and he no. probably wouldn't have died so easily. I don't know <laughs> how he died, but I remember that he did die. He died in the the rising fight. Yeah. Did he get like shot in the head though, or stabbed? I can't remember. Okay. Um, no, it's it's not that Victor's wolven. <laughs> um, no, it it'll make sense um, in the next book, and then yeah. Like, would you say like? 600 pages in? Or? No, 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 no. It makes sense pretty pretty quickly on, if I remember correctly. Quickly being, like, the first 200 pages. Um, oh, God. I'm sorry. <laughs> about two conversations. <laughs> uh, no, it'll it'll make sense. And, yeah, it'll <laughs> it'll piss you off even more. Awesome. <laughs> Alistair is, is, oh. Well, I think he's the, I think he's the inner spy. There's clearly an inner spy giving something away. Oh, uh, yeah. Probably. I think it's him. So I think he's that's, a spy. Okay. Well, a sp- not, not a yeah, spy. Sort of. I think yeah, he's sure the one giving the... Yeah, yeah. Somebody is telling and the Ascended where they are, what they're doing, who's with them. And wait, he told on Malik, didn't he? I think so. Yeah. Wow. Did anyone else get a point of view on that? Or was it just him? Malik or Malek? Malek. With the EC. Yeah, EC, the original king. Okay. Okay, so King Malik. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's the one who told King, the queen about King Malik. That's how he broke his bond. Um, it's because he betrayed him because he turned queen. It starts, I think, with an I. Isbeth or something? Isbeth, yeah. I could be totally wrong, but it does start with an I. But, but it told uh, the, the queen about uh, the one being turned into being the first ascended. Ascended. So. Um, what do you guys think about the fact that Poppy is the granddaughter of the Queen of Solus? I mean, that's what they say. <laughs> that's what they say? You don't believe it at this point? Uh, I don't really know because, I mean, they give us all this exposition about how things work and then they just keep throwing in other things that don't follow what they've told us. So I don't even really know what to think or even expect so well i'll just tumble through until they're like oh here's a surprise <laughs> so i would say everything we're told is not wrong information i think the problem is that poppy is not a reliable narrator oh, um, good god you and your unreliable narrator but she's not reliable I know. she doesn't ask questions we we're getting the information from her perspective but she doesn't discuss but but she doesn't ask like the right questions yeah, that's a um and we get so we spend a lot of time of her trying to figure things out we're not actually told this is it unless it's castile saying no this is it um unless she's lying no, because after other than the initial who he was, he doesn't yeah, really no, lie no, after no. that she point. He obsesses over it. He obsesses lying. over it, but otherwise he's been pretty like straightforward. Yeah. Kieran is also straightforward. The problem is is Poppy is not the brightest bulb in the pack she sometimes. Not, not smart. She is very eighteen. Oh god. She's nineteen. So tedious. Is she 19? She's nineteen. She's fourteen. <laughs> um tedious my work. So you, you guys, is, I use that a lot in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys don't trust that she is actually the granddaughter of the Queen of Solas. I mean, she I probably is in some way. I don't know if that means well, okay, by blood so or some other Well, okay, so we found out shit. that the Queen, if mm-hmm. we believe what we're being told, and that's the thing I will say about this is we are thrown as the reader red herring after red herring yeah. after red herring. This yeah. book is these two books, the previous one and this one, are nothing but red herrings. I feel like that's especially true for like the first half of this book, where yeah. they're given all this information, like, oh, there's Draken and these other creatures. Yeah. Could be any one of them. Oh no, you could be an empath. Oh, oh. I know, got it. So yeah. you get like a blocks of paragraphs about all this information that actually won't be relevant, but it's just made to make. Yep. You think. Yeah, actually, it will be relevant. I will assure you that what you guys every, think. Every single, single one of those goddamn paragraph is relevant. <laughs> <laughs> I will pee myself. <laughs> But uh, now I can't remember what we were talking about. Poppy. Um, Poppy um, and granddaughter. And... Oh, the queen and the king aren't ascended. Or at least the queen's not? Yeah. Supposedly? So we're, we're, now we're being told they're not ascended, which means they're one of the deities or they're one of the gods. So, you know. Or it's something else. Or they're just replaceable uh, mortals. I don't know. Maybe there's something else coming through. Maybe they're dragon. Maybe they are unicorn people. I don't know. Maybe. I think ultimately she's going to be. What is that cat? That's Murphy. What is that cat? That's Murphy saying, Love me, you locked me out. Yes, Um, he's a silly meow. Well, it's just like if Poppy isn't some sort of shapeshifter, Mm -hmm. it's going to be disappointing because that's the one thing she wants in all of this. I just want to be a shapeshifter. And he's just looking at her like, Why? (laughs) And it's 
Probably so she can, you know, shapeshift and be naked in front of everybody because, you know, sometimes they need clothes, sometimes they don't. Well, nobody <laughs> explained that. <laughs> they explain it the way the Hulk explains it. Some of his clothes expand and some of them don't. It's just we like, whatever. Um. <laughs> and she literally says, I guess you were wearing stretchy pants that day. Like, really? So, yeah, like, do the wolves have pants on them? If, if it... Kieran said it depends on the type the of clothing yeah, that's, and, and how quickly he has to change. Sometimes yeah, so, the clothing just, like, doesn't go with him, and sometimes he's changing slow enough that he can focus enough that the clothing goes with him. No, that is not what he said. It is pretty... She literally says, I guess you did have yes. stretchy pants that day. <laughs> he doesn't say that sometimes he can slow down his transformation and keep the clothes. I, okay, I, I, I can't even remember what portion it is for me to go look at. Like sometimes they keep the clothes and sometimes they, they do. Don't. Yes, but I don't remember like any explanation as to do the clothes disappear when they transform or are they just wolves wearing no, pants? No, leave her be. Leave her be. Go on. Um, I know you. But I don't care too much about the details on that. Um, That's just silliness. Why write it? Why? I mean, there was a lot of that kind of yeah silly banter. Yeah, which yeah. So what did you guys think of the Heartmates concept? Oh, Kim rolled her eyes and covered her mouth. <laughs> She's like, so it's basically just soulmates. I don't know why she had to call it Heartmates instead. Well, because she could call it uh, what it was in uh, Court of Thorns and Roses. Yeah, but soulmates, like, I don't know, is it soulmates in Court of Thorns? No, it's just bonded. Bonded? Okay. But she couldn't use bonded because she had... Say, like, or mates. Like a bunch of birds. I don't care. Like, but, you know... I think it was an easy way to take all of the stuff that was, because we were talking in the beginning, it's not love, it's lust. It's a way to take all of the lust and, you know, ma- wave a magic wand. Well, like, well, it's except, love because they're heartmates. It's like, that's it, bullshit. Except that's, that isn't what the heartmate concept is. I can't even remember what it was because all I remember is the How conversation. How is it not with, were you not paying, so, okay. Was towards, I not paying attention? Were you not paying attention? <laughs> so towards the end <laughs> when they were down. explaining Maybe like what, what, the, what the elementals are and stuff. How they came to be. Wolven elementals, all of those are heartmate pairs. It's actually when a deity falls in love with a non-deity, and in order to extend their life, they become yes, heartmates, yes. and that caused the offspring to... I'm not talking about the book. I'm talking about the writer. I think I it... often <laughs> do. It's the writer's way to get past the lust and create something that makes it love. Because yeah. it's a whole hell of a lot of lust. Listen, this some I... people like sex. <laughs> I, I don't hate sex. <laughs> you hated sex. No, I don't hate reading sex. No, I, I don't. It, it's not something that. It's just. It's got to be at appropriate times. In the middle of a battle, is not the appropriate time. Um, it's it, maybe it is. We've not been in battle to be like, oh no, sex after you've just had a battle is is not the right time. I guess we should go to a veterans center then and start asking <laughs> around. Okay, so there have been studies, and yes, the sex is supposed to be better after a battle or after a dangerous situation, but uh-huh. that is not the point. I think that's what that was supposed to be. I think it's a slight extreme on it, but I, I think it was the whole idea that, you know, when you think you're about to die and then you realize you're not going to die, you're going to have a... You're going to have sex. Oh. oh. 
Daenerys. For, for clarification, we have a new kitten. Her name is Leiden, which means gray lady. And she is only 11 weeks old and curled up on the table right now while we're recording. Sleeping. So, sleeping. <laughs> She's curled up in her blanket. She's a blanket, Katie. So, okay. What else is there that... Yeah, that one's yours. What else is there to discuss? Not that I took a whole lot of notes. Oh, um, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. What? I was going to ask you about the hot spring scene. Like, because you noticed when they were the in the first book, the height difference um, when he was on the bench. Yeah, yeah. There, I, through the entire thing, I was like, oh, going, oh, you, you didn't start this episode out. So, so I we proved right. Go ahead. Explain your proof. So the day after we recorded this last episode, Jason Moma and Amelia Clark, Amelia Clark posted a picture on Instagram. Oh, yeah, that's right, because she sent it. And me. now we're going to, Jason Moma is what, six, six foot, foot four, four, six foot five, and she is five foot two. Yeah. So a foot almost, Over almost a foot the difference. same heights yeah. as the characters that we're talking about in this book. She was sitting on his lap, and his head, her head was almost higher than his. Her chin came to his forehead, so there is no way, unless this girl is the size of a toddler, that she could sit in his lap and be under his chin. Yeah, like it's, in the hot springs. I know! Because it said, like, the water came up just past her breast, but on him, it came up just past his navel. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I... Right, but she... made a head difference. Yeah, but, like, if her breasts are, like, below his navel... Oh, okay, so yeah. you're saying she only hits, like... Yeah, the water Like, hits maybe hits there. him at his nipples, then. Yeah. <laughs> well, the water shouldn't be hitting him if the, the water's coming to her nipples and she is... Okay, I gotta it's visualize this, because I did... It said above her, just above her breasts. Right, I don't right. know if that means nips or, like... Usually, it usually means... means... Covering your nipples. Yeah. I wouldn't think the That's swell the... of the breast. And that I... means... <laughs> Her nipples. Let's visualize it. I can't visualize Let's it right visualize now. Them. I, I can't do it right now. So if, if it's her, his navel. His wa- no, the water should be hitting him below the dick. If they're as far apart as the book says that they are. Below the dick? Yes. Oh, she's so what her mouth, her mouth is almost constantly level with his belly button. Yes, if she can sit in his lap. We're, we're, this is the problem. Oh, okay, okay, about yes. your life. If yeah. she is the height that this book says she is, her mouth is constantly at his dick level. No, 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 not even her hips. She doesn't even reach his hips. How tall is he in your mind? I know, I, I'm, I'm doing this because you know what? I had to disassociate from... I, the description. I had to. I, yeah, it, yeah. It, was, it was. It didn't in, make any sense. It was stupid. He he either varies in size or she varies in size throughout the entire books. And then, but yes, yeah. And I was proved right. That's the whole point behind this. I was absolutely right. I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't start the episode. I like about declaring it. I really did. how right you the were. The next day, I was blissful because I'm like. <laughs> See, 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 <laughs> I'm right. But a week after, see, I told you, see, oh, it was this is proof. Week it was after. the day after. It was the day. No, no, for the next week, I she did, brought it up, I is what I was not. saying. Right, right, right. I did not behave oh. <laughs> Okay. But yes, there. Th- this writer doesn't, she hasn't set, she has images of what she thinks is sexy or what she thinks is romantic 
and then she applies it yeah. instead of looking at logistically, logistically what the reality whether is. a body can do what she's describing it or to maybe do. we're going to find out in like five books that poppy changes size and is actually a shapeshifter <laughs> we just no one bothered to point out to her that her height regularly <laughs> fluctuates oh, up poppy. and down yeah you sure are tall today <laughs> And look at you, now you're at my dick level. Go for it. That's perfect. <laughs> oh, hi, Murphy. But yeah, anyway, yes, I was very vindic- vindicated the next day and very happy about it. Because so. <laughs> you guys were looking at me like I was insane. I was looking at you like I don't, until one of us is able to prove it, I can't confirm or deny whether or not that's reality. I'm not a tall person who has people sit in my lap regularly to say whether or not I could do that, so. Well, but I mean, you can still visualize people sitting in Exactly. I don't know that I've actually seen a lot of people sitting in each other's laps that I could visualize but that. Like torso, I mean. Yeah. But, but no, I, I, I. <laughs> I was just very confused by what Kim was saying, you know, trying to visualize what the author yeah. was actually describing. Yeah. Um, anyway. Well, yeah. So that's, that's, anyway, that's over. Yeah, when I got to the hot springs, I was like, oh, I wonder what Kim is oh, thinking Oh, I let this. it go. I just couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't even deal with it anymore. I will say I felt like the hot springs was the most boring of the sex scenes. Yes. They had sex in the hot springs? Yes, yes. Oh, they oh, yeah. did. Obviously, they're both <laughs> full penetration. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't really care about those. Like, if the dick, if she, if he was just humping her, I was like, okay, whatever. But <laughs> just humping her. No, there was full penetration in that, and it was probably one of the more boring descriptions in the entire thing. I was yeah, like, I, yeah, I didn't have to skip those scenes because it was just like, whatever. It took like two sentences to get through. Like the finger. God. Yeah, you know, disgusting. That's what women really want. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we don't we don't want the penetration we just want the fingers <laughs> well as she described no I'm we're going past that because that was uncomfortable it wasn't oh, uncomfortable you know what? what also turgid peaks she uses that to describe it pointy breasts sometimes uh huh like at least twice, which is yes. two times too many. I was like, oh that my just God. reminds me of. Um, I thought you said detergent just now. No. <laughs> that reminds me of ten things I hate about you. When the when the the school counselor is writing her book and, oh. and she's trying to think of a different way Wait to say, say gorged and yeah, and the I can't remember what word was it turgid. No, no, no it wasn't turgid. I know what you're talking yeah, about. That, Awesome scene. Yeah. No, I think he, I think when the, whoever comes in gives her the word engorged. Um, she had a previous word and he said, how about engorged? Engorged. No, I'm talking about, um, when the girl went into the, oh yeah, I think, but uh, yeah, yeah, I still think, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Anyway, it's a great scene in 10 Things I Hate. Have you ever seen 10 Things I Hate About You? Oh. For some reason I thought you were talking about She's All That. No. No. Um, No. With Ethan, no. With Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger and um, what's her name? I may have seen it once. Man, I love that movie. That's one of the greatest movies of all time. I love it. It's a play on um, Taming of the Shrew. Yeah. Which is one of my favorite Shakespeare plays. Hmm. You're like, yeah. I I don't. I do think I've seen it once, probably. But I watch that all the time. But that's because I adore Heath Ledger. So. (laughs) Well, in our unknown band that every Sister Hazel songs in there, yeah, song in it, which yeah. Yeah. Is who I went to South Carolina to go see with Sister Reason. But, yes. Yeah. But moving back to the book that we are discussing oh, yeah. and recording right now. And, um, I'm going to go off topic. Daenerys, for God's sake, <laughs> you better change the opening so it's like. 
Kim, Amberly, Sarah, and Darius chiming yeah. in every other minute. <laughs> she does talk a lot. With her Murph. And feelings. Murph, leave her be. She she thinks this is a group effort. So, um, oh, that what I was gonna say is, did anyone else get when the when they are fighting the or describing the Craven in chapter four? It very much made me think of World War Z zombies. Why? Because World War Z is one of my favorite movies. I've seen so it let me times. let me see if I can find it because I know it was Chapter Four. The description. I'm gonna cause I'm gonna jump a little bit here because yeah. Uh, they streamed out from a cluster of trees, a tide of sunken gray bodies, bared fangs, and blazing coal red eyes. I'd never seen the craven so decayed. Their skulls were bare of hair or only patchy, clumpy strings remained. Then skipping it forward, I braced. They spilled over the fallen branches and boulders because even in their conditions, they were fast and they would be deadly in their bloodlust. And so I could, all I could picture was, was World War Z, the movie, and them going up. Yeah, yeah. World War Z did something really unique as far as zombie mythology is concerned in that they made, they, they did, an, like I said, an ant yeah. thing to it to where they, they move in mass. They move together um, rather than... So yeah, it, it it did. I was just I didn't know if either of you guys have noticed that, that the craven kind of actually make me think of this, more zombies than vampires. I mean, it's been making me think of zombies the whole time. Yeah, but it yeah. made me think World War Z zombies, not traditional no. like slow no, like no, uh, no, 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 zombies. zombies. Oh, um, or um, like the guys in uh, Twenty Eight Days Later. I'm used to like the fast zombies. I haven't watched Twenty Eight Days. Wait, I, I know may, I need no, to. No, I've not watched Twenty Eight <laughs> Days Later. I think I've watched. I've seen that you have not. I think I've watched a spoof on Twenty Eight Days Later that stars what's his name? Gosh, without any more details, it's gonna be hard to guess. It's gonna start listing mail. I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about. I can't remember what it's called. It's like the Miles End or something. What's that? I think it's called like the Royal Mile or something. Oh. Um, um. Oh, the it's the bar. They're trying to get to, get to, the, to the bar. bar. It's a, a <laughs> pub crawl. World's End. World's End. The yes. World's End. Yeah. yeah. That's for the aliens. That's not. No, it's with zombies. It is. It's zombies. World's End. Yeah. Oh, you're thinking Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Shaun Dead. Of the Dead. Yeah. Because World's End is when there's aliens. Is it aliens? Yes. It's like robot that has been made by aliens. <laughs> we're, we're it was like, a very disappointing out. ending. Google. Yeah. Shaun of the Dead is zombies. Then there's Hot Fuzz with the cops. Obviously, the best one, and then there's World's End, which is kind of a week. But 28 days later, yeah. Oh, yeah, an alien invasion. Okay, then I'm thinking Shaun of the Dead. But isn't Shaun of the Dead a spoof on 28 days later, or is it a spoof on something? Dawn of the Dead, if I had to guess. Okay. Although I think Dawn of the Dead is. I I haven't seen Dawn of the Dead, so I don't know. Um, But it's just like a zombie. They're not fast or anything, they don't run. I could have sworn he did a, a zombie movie where they actually moved fast. Him being Simon Pegg. Marius is on the oven. Oh, Tanny. You weirdo. Uh, she's looking for chicken. So, anyways. <laughs> um, I have not. I've, been, I've watched... Okay, no, I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say that. I'm gonna look. I'm just gonna look that slide away. Is that killing me? You don't know. Okay, oh, does so it? Now I'll say I've watched the opening scene. Oh, because <laughs> yes, I, I forgot about Killian that. Murphy. And I recently watched it. I was like, oh, that's right. There's full frontal nudity. Yeah, right yep. at the start. I love Killian Murphy. So yes, I, I've watched that much of it. I have a hard time. I have a hard time with scary. Oh. 
zombie. But there's like the scenes near the end where he like gets covered in blood and it's like. Okay, now I'm going to watch it. That is attractive to me for some reason. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. So the visual of Killian Murphy covered in blood is attractive to you, but the whole blood in this book you find gross and weird? I think that the drinking blood and the bloodletting and stuff as like a sexy thing is gross. Okay, so you like murderous blood, let me fuck yeah, you in my enemy's like, blood sort no, of situation. No, 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 not just no. fucking. It's attractive when somebody has done something aggressive and manly and they end up covered in blood. Okay. Yes, that okay. is attractive. Okay. That doesn't mean it has to go to the whole then we then watch them have sex with somebody. That, okay. that's, that's, no. well, that's what I was trying to figure it's, out. Yeah, I was so, in- so I, this is where I wanted to go in this conversation. What do we think of the vampire aspect of all of this? Because I hate it. <laughs> so do you mean the vampires? Is it the vampire? The vampires or the Atlanteans, just the blood sharing. Okay, shoot me in the head. <laughs> because my You're God. talking about Castile and I'm Poppy. I'm talking about all of it. I'm talking about you have to drain them of blood to make them this. You have to drink of their... They feed off of each other that, to survive. That's really weird to that's, me. And, and, then, and then we won't feed once we become intimate because then... The feeding is very intimate, and so he's only... And then he's going to starve to death rather than ask her and just say, Dude, I find it gross with everybody else. Now I need to drink your blood. But he won't ask her this. Instead, here it has to go, Dude, can you not see he's starving to death? He needs to drink off of you. And then she's like, Ew, but okay. Yeah. I don't even know if she said ew. I think she was just like, Oh, okay. Oh, no, they were talking about the fact that she wasn't... She didn't like it. She didn't like the idea of drinking his blood because he's like, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Because I know you d- you don't like this. And she, she's like, no, it's okay. I'll do this for you. I, she didn't say that exactly. but I, No, I think she did. Did she? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All's eyes. Uh, yeah, no, I hate it. I hate it. And I hate the play on the words. I hate that, that the, the vampires who feed off of the each other are vampires. But the other, the vamp, the vampire, prey or the ascended, uh, yeah, or yeah, whatever. It's 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 terminology, and and I know that the whole point is that it's all political, yeah, and it's all perspective. So Mm -hmm. one culture, it's this; they're the ascended, and in the other culture, no, they're they're doing this horrible thing. So they're vampire, and yeah, it's. I'll just say it again. It's tedious. <laughs> now, keep in mind, I actually enjoyed reading it. I was going to say, I, this feels like like a, like a 180 from the last book where you guys were like kind of excited and curious where to go. And now you're like, like ah! <laughs> I feel like though that she was more, she was critical of the first book, but then she just gave it a good rating at the end. And it was like. I'm you know, always critical. And that's something to know about yeah. me. I'm always going to look at a book. I mean, I think the only book that I have gone just in in, in is um, uh, Michael Weir's books. Yeah. I love his books. Yeah, um, said the Martian Man. <laughs> I know. Hail Mary is what I meant to say. Hail Mary Project. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Michael Crichton's books. I, yeah. I, I don't criticize them. I think they're perfect. I love them. Um, but, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so I always am critical of what I read, even when I like it. I like this. It was just tedious. <laughs> because I'm gonna go there again. I don't like the blood stuff. 
I don't either. I don't like the vampire stuff of it. I, I, I don't see it saying bloodletting is not sexy as one of my thoughts. Um, yeah. It. I mean, I guess if that's your thing, fine. It didn't it's, even yeah. not phase me. Thing. I just, I just think it's weird because I mean, it's not just this book either. It's like any book with vampires. It's always like the male. Well, it's usually male is the vampire, and like the female will be mortal, and it's always like her blood just tastes delicious, and it's. Oh, creepy she's your food she's not yeah yeah and like and then they like bite them and like suck their blood and then they really want to have sex afterwards even though if you're losing that much blood you're probably just going to be like woozy and kind of sick feeling Um, well and then and then equating the 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 biting the description is getting a hickey and it's like no no piercing your jugular is not there's probably something in the saliva that closes it up. You just gotta give it a last good lick in order to like seal lick, the deal. He does lick it like regularly. No, that stops the bleeding. Just you like just like, mm. what? <laughs> <laughs> stop making that face. <laughs> but seal. Yeah. No. It's yeah. It, maybe he's like got glue in his that's mouth. That's one of those things <laughs> I've never liked in vampire books. Is that I actually the, liked the Anne Rice books mm-hmm. for a period of time until there were like eight thousand of them. Um, Anne Rice. Anne Rice. Um, Did she do a bunch of them? Interview with the Vampire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a bunch of them. Oh, yeah. There's like like ten of them. Yeah. There's a. I I stopped after a while because I only ever. I think I only. After Lestat managed to come back for like the hundredth time, I was like, okay. But yeah. Um, I think I got as far as like Queen of the Damned. Um, Oh, so context for this is because the other day we were discussing this. We were discussing when did vampires become sexy, Um, and Dracula. No. Oh. So, if you've... Oh, I don't know. Have you read Dracula? Yeah. It's not, like, really sexy, like, in terms of the book. There, it, well, depending on what you find sexy, I guess. Right. <laughs> but but it's, it's... Yeah, no, it's not written, like, like the way that... Like, something like this is. Yeah. yeah. So, if you actually pay attention... And this comes from the fact that for my one of my film studies classes, one of the things we looked at was vampires because there's a lot of notable blockbusters and movies and stuff that involves vampires. And you start with the first vampire movie is Nosferatu. There is nothing sexy about Nosferatu. Nothing. I and love Nosferatu. That's unfortunately because film. vampires have um, very... Um, a lot of cultures have a lot of anti-Semitic views with vampires tied to them. Um, and so vampires were viewed as these strangers who come in and they feed off of the town. They make it a literal thing about being blood, but a lot of times it was actually, oh, they're always rich. They come in, they, you know, drain the so town just, of its gold. Yeah. It's, 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 it's supposed it's, to be anti-Semitic. It's, anti-Semitic. It's, it's, yeah. And so... Nosferatu is the first vampire movie and it was done by Germany so Europe and not great views in terms of how they viewed what a vampire actually is vampires as a sensual creature do not begin to happen until Hollywood proceeds to make the monster flicks in the 40s and 50s with what's his name starring in all those monster flicks and that's when vampires then have kind of a, a hint of it then they remake it again a couple of times, and by the time Gary Oldman stars in it is when we get the more, like, sensual. And that's when we then get things like Twilight and um, all of the supernatural books that then precede it, and, and, and Anne Rice being but, another no, one. I would say it's interesting, because Anne Rice 
was vehemently against um, Tom Cruise and um, Brad Pitt being those characters because yeah. she didn't want them to be gorgeous, sexy. Yeah. But Hollywood said no. And then they came in and um, they did. It's actually one of the Tom Cruise. It's the only one of the few that I'll watch. That I, I actually kind of like. Um, I think Brad Pitt is brilliant in it. Yeah. Um, but she didn't want them to that those characters to be gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. And yeah. Hollywood said, nope, this is who you're getting, so suck it up and deal with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I can't remember. We were discussing vampires. Yeah. Um, anyway. But yeah, so that's that's kind of the the breakdown of why it's like it slowly shifted. They weren't for a long time for history. They weren't that sensual, and particularly because a lot like Dracula vampires, the basis for them is tuberculosis. That's where his inspiration came from. Is he? There's a particular um, woman who died in New England who had to, her family kept getting tuberculosis, and they thought they were vampires because it would take a bit for the next person to actually show signs of it. Um, and so they thought she was a vampire because she managed to like, Survival. yeah, yeah. It's, it's really like, there are tons of podcasts that discuss it. Um, Laura has an episode on it, but it, it wasn't sexy back then. It was tuberculosis yeah. and then anti-Semitic views as well, depending on who it was coming from and stuff. And um, basically in, in Europe, the vampires are a fear of strangers. So, yeah. But But no, I don't find I don't find it appealing. I like whatsoever. I always like werewolves more than vampires. Yeah. I don't know why. Well, yeah, me too. And because they always have the weird thing of drinking from their love interest blood and it's yeah. like that's not my thing. It's no. just not my thing. I don't like it personally. Yeah. I mean that doesn't phase me. I'm just like that's what vampires do. Um but like, if you if she she did a very different take on this, yeah, making it that the that the way that the um, whatever they are that feeding off mortals is bad, yeah, and, which I and, and the only way to survive is you have to feed off of other um, Atlanteans. That's yeah. I'm not sure. I'm I'm not sure how well the semantics of that has been worked out because I'm not sure I understand it. And it could be that we get a better understanding of it. And I think a part of it is also the fact that it ties back to the heartmates thing that was described. Um, and so I think as we get more revealing about the deities that maybe it'll make more sense. I don't know. Or we'll find out that all along that all of these people have like just fucked up basic concept from way back when and the deities are all going to come back and be like, y'all fro- fucking gross. Yes. <laughs> what? I, I, I don't think we'll get that in the end. But yeah. um, but, and, and I get it. Some people are really into blood play if you want to call it that and that is what it is called yes yeah well if you want to call it that i meaning there is blood play and then there's just you know getting off on vampire stories yes some yeah. people are actually into blood play. yes um whereas other people just like vampire stories and yes. find it sexy yes I, I don't i i i did like the one scene where kieran is like you know you could just give him your wrist <laughs> and she's like that's an option. Like, oh, oh, I my love, God, I love the fact that he's like, you could just give him your wrist next time. And she's like, I didn't know that this is an option. And then the next time he's like, I can feed from here and I can feed from here and I can feed from here. I think it was her clitoris yeah, yeah, but specifically. I'm yeah, like, but I'm, I'm getting in there and getting into the <laughs> I just, I 
loved I loved the fact that it went from um, the wrist is an option if you don't want it to like go that way to let me feed all the ways that it can make you turned on. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Karen, you're trying to like like keep make them. He's just like, yep, let's, let's play. go. <laughs> I'll teach you all the things. Oh, <laughs> uh, so here's what I I gotta get your quote. I well, I have my quote, which is one way, but the, I had my absolute what the fuck. I, I, I said WTF <laughs> exclamation point, and I ended with WTF. Um, this is a quote, and, and uh, Castile says this. And he says, Or is it because you don't want to know it's taking everything in me not to run yet another pair of your... Ruin, sorry. Yet another pair of your pants by ripping them off and fucking you so hard that days from now... You'll still be able to feel the extent of my gratitude. How in the hell is that gratitude? <laughs> you fuck somebody to the point where they can feel it days later, and that's his way of saying thank you? Um, some people like it rough. <laughs> <laughs> but this, it, it isn't even that. It just plays to the, some of the stupidity that is written in this book that just makes me... Go, why would you write that? Why and where an editor would come in and say, really? And and then she does, the writer, yeah. then goes later and goes, well, you could just say thank you. And he's like, no, I can't. <laughs> why? Why? I don't, I don't find it. I don't find it cute. I don't find it funny. I don't find it endearing. I, yeah. It didn't faze me, but. Yeah. I, I just. I just I, figured he was going to make her sore. <laughs> that in this that just rips me out of the book which is fair I, I could see where that would be like jarring like um, okay but it's, it's just like the not the girl poppy but the poppy mm-hmm. scene where they're riding the horses she's learning to ride mm-hmm. and they ride by a field of poppies mm-hmm. and he starts talking about how he has guards guarding the poppy, poppy fields, fields. Oh. because the ascended they're abusing poppies because we all know poppies make opium. Yeah. Um, so they have guards because the Atlanteans are so special. They can just use it for medicinal purposes. <laughs> and so they grow their poppy fields. It, 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 it's just like, this is too real world. This is, why is this, why yeah, is it this does, a part of this? It, it does like sometimes kind of like, like there's real world topics wanting to be tackled, but not like. Yeah. But we, we don't get it just. Yeah. Mention them, and then it's not a part of the story. It's yeah. just a thing. Yeah, I thought it was kind of weird when they went to Spess's end, and it's like, oh, there's all these buildings, these one-story buildings where they have all these gardens where they can grow their own food rather than buy food. Yeah, and how wonderful would it's it be? Well, no wonder you're running out of space if every fucking home is a farmstead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Except then you don't have to buy food, and then you don't have to worry about the supply. But then we dis on the ascended and the mm-hmm. fact that only those special people get enough land that they could but they don't everyone has to buy food yeah it's it, it it's she like she being the author likes to touch on these real world yeah. things and it's just like this just write your story <laughs> it's like you're or not... be more subtle in what you're addressing yeah. it, it doesn't have to be you know hit me over the head with with a sledgehammer <laughs> in order to address these real world things just make it a part of what you're writing rather than we're riding over past the poppy field and oh aren't you worried about the poppies yeah but i got guards you can't see them and there's only a limited number of people in this in this town but i've got guards for this poppy field okay so moving on <laughs> past the poppies 
I'll go ahead and do my quotes. I did actually have a quote. Um, This is from page 76 in the book. He was both the villain and the hero, the monster and the monster slayer. And why I like that quote is because in all of this, which we haven't really actually discussed him significantly, Castile is not a good guy. While he does good things, the goodness isn't his first choice. And that quote emphasizes it because he is the villain, then the hero, the monster, and then the monster slayer. Um, And I think also in the way he treats Poppy, he wants to be good, but he does go instantly for the sex rather than the conversation. Um, See, I would say that's the only time in real world that he's not the hero. We hear about how he wasn't the hero yeah. in the past. Yeah. We're not seeing the non-hero now. So I, I, because I, I, I've thought about yeah. that significantly because I'm just like, he's a little, we're told how bad he is. He's yeah. the dark one. I mean, he rips out someone's heart, but that's like the only. Well, and then there's the fact that in battles he abandons her. I mean, usually in the, you know, in most hero battles, it would be that's him like to her back, protecting her the entire time. Instead, he goes, I got to go kill. <laughs> and runs away from her. Except for that in the book. That's portrayed as a good thing because he tr- he's the only one that trusts her implicitly to protect herself. Yeah. Um, so, again, I, I don't see that as a okay. non-hero action. I think that is, especially in her eyes, being yeah. in Poppy's eyes, um, the most heroic thing he could do. He trusts her to take care of herself. So do you guys like Castile? Um, I don't dislike Castile. Okay. Um, I think in the future, because, you know, we get to the mm-hmm. end and, and she is, you know, a deity or whatever. She's she's now the queen of Atlantia. Um, I think he's going to, I think he's going to support that. And, mm-hmm. I, and I think that's going to come across well. We'll see. Um, I don't think he's going to be bothered. I don't think he ever wanted the, 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 the crown, the mm-hmm. throne, whatever you want to call it. I don't mm-hmm. think he ever wanted it. I don't, and... Um, I, I just, I think he's, he's going to be her little executioner and that she's just going to wind him up and send him on a route and he'll go kill whatever needs to be killed. And, um, but I don't know. That's or just they could my... go on a killing adventure together. Yeah, they could. They could. Well, so what did you think of Castile? Um, or what are your thoughts Castile, on Castile? Castile? Um, I liked him more in the first book when he was hot. Uh, he just, at this point, like in the first book, he felt he was Hawk. He reminded me of Resand, but mm-hmm. I felt like he was a darker version of Resand. Yeah. Now I just feel like he is Resand. Because it's like all his darkness comes from being. Uh, he did rip out someone's heart in the beginning, like just out of nowhere. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay. And then that was the only time. So it was like, oh, okay. That was just like a one time thing to show that he can be vicious. But it's like all of his bad stuff has all happened in the past. So, you know, we've yeah. never seen it firsthand. And it mostly seems to be the case that it was not his... Like, it was because he was captured Mm -hmm. and starved and abused and abused and abused. And so that's when he did bad stuff. And now he's, like, all apologetic about it. Like, oh, I'm not worthy of Poppy. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. He kept saying that. And I was like, for fuck's sake, she's over here thinking you don't love her. And you're over here thinking you're not worthy. And you're the literal heir to the throne yeah. of the entire... I'm like, okay, for this, you know, 
girl, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he just, he started to get tiresome. That's my word, tiresome. Tiresome. <laughs> versus tedious. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, it's like he's actually just fine character and they're just saying he's bad. So I need to see more evil out of him or something else. Because otherwise <laughs> it's just not, I'm not convinced that he's really a villainous character. And I got tired of the description of blue-black hair. There, there. Yeah, there's a lot of blue-black hair for him. And, and his mother. Yeah. Um, and I'm sorry, there, again, this is, pretends to not be real world and then does do real, real world. There is only one race of, of people on this planet that have blue-black hair. Yeah. White people do not have blue-black hair. Yeah. Doesn't happen. And he, the, the complete lack of description of his skin, and, I, and maybe I'm missing this, but she talks about how some people have um, onyx skin. Yeah. Or... Tawny, tawny skin. skin or whatever. She does not describe his skin whatsoever. I think she calls it golden. Okay, Maybe. so tanned, yeah. tanned. Yeah. Golden yeah. to me comes across as tanned. No, I know. But again, golden skin does not lead to blue black hair. It just doesn't. No. And no. and I got tired of that. And then I can't figure out if if he puts his hair back and then it falls forward, but it's only long enough to be here. I, I imagine. Know. I've always meant just kind of like curly. Uh, or I wavy. can't. I can't. Um, I can't. I just. I just can't. Um, yeah, the hair. It, it irritates me. I don't actually pick up on the hair very much. Oh, she's always talking about how there's ringlets on his neck. And, um, that is true. It just irritates me. Okay, so this is like the most popular fan art. Oh uh, no, it did not take me there. Let's see here. Open image, new tab. There we go. So that is like the most popular fan art version of him. That's how blue black hair. And then mm -hmm. this is another one that regularly is like presented. Yeah, so whatever. if you gave him violet eyes, he'd be resanded. <laughs> he would. He would. <laughs> he would. He um, would be resanded re if you or 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 Cassian or. Probably, I actually feel like he's his description more matches Cassian's description than right. Resans. All I know is is all of the fan art that is for these young adult novels. These these they all look the same and they look like boys. They don't look like men. And so you know, I'm a 53 year old woman. I would like my men to look like men. He's supposed to be 200 years old, but he looks like he's 14. So <laughs> yeah, you'd think that they would just grow into like. Um, a good mature age. Until the point that aging would kick in, which yeah. is definitely past the teens, like late 20s or yeah. 30s-ish, and then yeah. you start No, we, we don't want them to hit second puberty. What's what? second puberty? I am not going to explain second puberty. What is second puberty? I've never heard this term before. I haven't heard it either. So, okay. Amber's um, <laughs> like, shit. <laughs> now I gotta explain this to my mother. So you have your first puberty in your teens, right? And that's where you get all the hair yeah, and yeah, the, yeah. the. I know what the, puberty is. I don't okay. know what puberty explained to me. So second puberty, most people hit it sometime in the twenties, maybe early thirties. That's when you get more fat. That's where men begin to experience significant hair loss. Okay, that um, okay, so that's have just to be a thing where you start aging. Because but there but, are but it, there is actually a, a significant hormonal change that happens at one point that they've begun to identify as a second puberty. Um, but they weren't able to so, identify it for the longest time because especially for women they thought that it was because they were just having children but it turns out our bodies do start to adjust at a certain age because now we're not having children as young and young and young as they were having them um and yet women will then still develop not everyone gets fat not fat but mother bodies um 
<laughs> I, I'm I sorry. I've seen plenty, and, and granted, yeah. these are actors yeah. who age into their 30s, and they are far better looking than they ever yes, were. Yes, yes. I didn't say it was necessarily teen. a bad thing. I'm just no, saying you that... You said that we can't have them go to that stage. I was joking. It was oh, a joke okay. oh, that we can't let them <laughs> hit second puberty. Okay, well, I appreciate you explaining <laughs> that to me because I have no idea what you're The joke about. is that they couldn't become people. They have to stay at the teen, mm. you know, weird first puberty... read these books. <laughs> well, Sarah won't let me pick more mature things because she doesn't like literary things. So you tell me where the happy medium is and there I will is, find it. There is no happy medium. Mm-hmm. Both of us will just bitch and complain know, through every know, single one of these podcasts. Okay. So, do you guys have any theories about what's going to happen in the next? What? No, she hasn't done her quote. I haven't done my quote. Oh, I did do I, a quote, but I have oh. a blank for quote. Okay. Yeah, I, I assume she didn't have a quote. You have a quote. Okay. It's not a happy quote. <laughs> I think I think I, everyone is not expecting a happy quote at this Poppy point. Poppy says of Castile in reference to his father, glad to know the disturbed apple doesn't fall too far from the crazy tree. I thought that was actually well well written. I thought that was story. funny. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I like that. It was it was funny. So yeah. do you guys have any theories for the next book as to what you think is gonna happen? I predict a lot of conversations. <laughs> I, I predict a lot of internal dialogue. no more fingering, but I, I doubt it. He doubt. really likes Oh, no, no, that. no. They're, they're now committed. So we can now have penetration rather than fooling around. Oh, no. He I bet they'll be a blowjob or something, too. Oh, yeah, that. they did reference that she th- finds that now interesting when she used to find it gross. <laughs> I don't know why anybody would find that interesting, but whatever. <laughs> I swear, people, they're not they are not making assumptions about your sexual preferences. This is about their sexual preferences. Oh, it is most definitely about my sexual preferences. So yes, no this shame. Is, this no is no shame. shame. No shame. There's no. no shaming you. I just want to make that clear. <laughs> I just have Do very whatever. preferences about what I read and these things. Do whatever happen. makes you happy I yeah there's no care. no kink shames no no, no these are just not their kinks <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even think about the fact that we might be shaming other people that's yeah not, that's, that's not, not, totally not yeah not that's not I'm, the intent not not what i'm although to. although the fingering might be a fetish at this point for for castile and be a requirement so wait and see Okay, now you gotta go there. Okay, yes, okay. I have to explain. <laughs> so there is a difference between a kink and a fetish, if people are not familiar with this. A kink is something that you enjoy doing during sex, but you are not you do not require it to 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 fulfill gratification for completion. A fetish is something that you require to be there in order to get off and have that gratification. So, for example, women sometimes have to be touched certain ways or need to be talked dirty to in order to actually feel satisfied. Or some men have a kink for shoes, so they buy their significant others numerous shoes, and they like to have the shoes on during sex. But they don't require it. They don't require it in order to complete the act. Well, as a man who has a foot fetish, fetish, needs to touch and interact with feet in order order to to complete or... Just say rise ejaculate. up, rise up to the occasion. <laughs> Just say ejaculate. So now that we've had that awkward conversation, <laughs> and y'all now have the context for the difference between a kink and fetish, that you can now go forward in life and amaze people when you can tell them that you know the difference between a kink and a fetish. So does Castile have a fetish or a kink? I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait till the next book to determine whether or not we feel it is a fetish or a kink. 
Because I mean, I feel like he got off a couple times near the end, just through <laughs> without, penetration without, without fingers. The finger. So, yeah. so you think it's just a kink? Yeah, but he's. he's but not... is the blood a fetish or a kink at this point for well, Poppy? He needs to be... oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that might become a thing. <laughs> Oh, God. I don't want to know. I really don't. So, anyways, what I was actually asking was, do you guys have any theories for the next book? Because, again, obviously, I've read the book, um, so I can't give my theory, but, like, do you guys, like, it left off at a pretty, I'm like... I'm sure Poppy will discover some sort of magical... Well, I mean, we already kind of left off at him. that, but she'll probably have even more powers and abilities that we haven't seen yet that make her super special and powerful in some way. Um... I hope we'll find out what happened with Tawny. Did she get ascended? Did she not? <laughs> I would um, like to know what happened to Tawny and the brother. Ian, yeah, Thank I would God. like to know because she cared a lot about that in the beginning and did not care by the end. Yeah. Um, it came up less and less so in her inner dialogue. Some sort of answer to that would be... What about the nightmares that she's having and the parent person that... God, I hope she doesn't have more nightmares. Oh, I think it's Alistair. You think it's Alistair? I think it's okay. Alistair. Do you think that, or did you not care? What, that the, 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 the mysterious person, person who that, was in the who was in the dreams as she started to have more and more memories. Yeah, there's oh, a, there's a dream yeah, where the suddenly there's another yeah. person in her dreams. And so, I I was, if you had any theories as to who you I think that is, I haven't really thought about it. Okay. I think I thought that because I think when she was thinking about the dream, she mentioned the voice sounded like Victor's. Okay. And that, that um, and since she talked so much about Alistair sounding like Victor, that's what okay. made me think that. I don't know if, if that's an actual fact, but... I will things, confi- neither confirm nor right, deny. Neither, neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I got the... Dis- that does make me more suspicious of him now that you yeah. mentioned that. Yeah. I kind of remember stuff like that. Because something yeah. made me go, oh, that's Alistair. Um, and it probably was because she referenced the Victor's voice in it, but I don't know. Okay. Sure. I mean, Alistair to... better play some sort of role at this point. He's been in it a lot. Yeah. Alrighty. So then on to the ratings. So from a one to a five, how exciting did you oh, find this read, Oh, Kim? God. I didn't do this part, but we're, it's over here. I can't remember how to how to phrase this. So this one is Three's... way over here. It's not neutral. It, it it was not exciting. Not at no. all. You found no excitement in this. That would be a one. A yeah, one. that's what she okay. said. It's a one. Oh, oh no, okay. I didn't. I said this one. This one. Clearly oh, that, that's a one. Yeah. So not okay. exciting. No, at all. Like you. It, you even the 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 tedious parts were so tedious that it eliminated any of the excitement in okay. the battle scenes that should have been fantastic. Okay. Okay. It should have been great. Sarah. Yeah, mine was also one. I even wrote sub notes for my choices. And yeah, my sub note for this was nothing happens. Like Kim said, it was so hard to get through. It's like when something exciting happened, it didn't even feel exciting to me. Then it was more tedious stuff. And then by that point, I was just frustrated and annoyed. So when the plot finally started to kick in, it was just like, I don't even care at this point. It's too late. I'm proud of myself. I converted you to tedious. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Okay. Well, I gave it a four. I I liked it. I mean, this was my third time reading this. Um... So I feel like there's enough plot and details there that I, I found it interesting and I just, I, the conversations don't faze me. So I found it exciting. Uh, Sarah, ease of reading. I gave it a uh, two. A two, okay. So not like neutral, but not like the most worst thing we've ever made you read. Yeah, no, because the, there's the Ravenous Stark that exists. But <laughs> yeah, I wrote boring slog, hard to 
pay it to hard to pay attention. Hard to pay attention. I kind of scribbled it all together, but yeah, it was just hard for me to pay attention. Okay. It dragged, so yeah, I would just kind of get distracted while I was trying to read it. Okay. What about you? I'm giving it a two. Okay. The reason being is I I'm irritated with the red herrings. Okay. I'm I'm just like whatever. It, maybe it'll you you seem to think it'll pan out in the end. I don't think it's gonna pan out in the end. Probably it not all every single thing yeah. that yeah. she throws in there. <laughs> what was like, yours? Well, actually? <laughs> <laughs> um, mine I found it a five. I mean, again, this is my third time reading it. The first time I read it, I read it within twenty four hours. I had an easy time staying in the book and reading the book and like consuming it. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was a five for me. It wasn't. It was an easy read. I didn't have to like force myself to read it. Kim, emotional reaction to this. Okay, so I'm going to give it a four. And there's okay. one scene, one scene, one scene, one scene. When Beckett abandons her in the cave. Mm-hmm. That little bitch. I was, I, I thought, you know, because we had talked about Delano and mm-hmm. him bonding with her. Mm-hmm. Bonding? Did yeah. I use the right term? I thought for a little bit there that Beckett might actually bond with her. Uh, and then he set her up. She saved his life. And he fed her to the wolves. No, he didn't feed her to the wolves. That's the problem. I know, but I was, uh, uh, that was my only emotional reaction. I almost threw my, my, little, my little thing across the room. I'm like, you little shit. Too bad she can't undo the healing. Just be like, exactly. Enjoy your broken Maybe legs, she can. motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> this is a bad, bad thing, dude. She's like hiding her face. I yeah, yeah. I can't say anything. Don't say anything. But that was my only emotional reaction. But it took six hundred and what thirty six pages to get there. <laughs> yeah, that was like right at the end. Yeah. Anyway, so that that I give it a four. And I really, I could have loved this book. I could have yeah. if. All of that inner dialogue was gone. Mm-hmm. The scenes that were action scenes are very well written. Mm-hmm. Um, except for when her, you know, dimensions go off that we won't go there. Um, I was able to let go of that after the last book. Um, I could have loved this book. I could have. But, oof, by the end I was like, I, I don't want to listen to her talk to herself anymore. Yeah, I, re- I wanted to read this book. Like, I was, yeah, I was eager yeah. to get into it. And then I was like, oh, maybe I should have given myself more time to read this because... I just don't need to return to my inner teenager where I, you know, moaned and groaned about shit in my brain all the time. (laughs) It's just, I don't need it. Okay, so my emotional reaction is a four. And for me, it's because I continue to have characters I'm interested in. I always want scenes with Kieran. Kieran, I, Delano... Um, Netta, you know, they're I, the woman. I basically I keep making care meeting characters that I want to know more about the characters, and that tells me that I'm having an emotional reaction. Sometimes Poppy drives me nuts, sometimes Castile drives me nuts. However, a fun fact about me, most of the time I hate the main characters. It is very rare that I like main characters. Um, main characters are not the reason why I read a story. <laughs> I, I, I can't even think of a main character that I actually like. That I've ever, like, because I'm, like... You they, liked Rocky? Yeah, but, like, you only have, like, three... You also three. have side characters in that story. Well, yeah. you do in the background, in the background. Yeah. yeah, but not much. But, like, there aren't too many books that I Wait, actually... Didn't you, like, in Ravenous Dark, the girl, the main girl? What's your face? 
Got her name. I don't remember. No, she wasn't a I like I didn't mind her, but oh, she no, wasn't a like driving Yeah, she wasn't a driving factor. Mm-hmm. Like I legitimately can't think of a book where the main character is the did reason I'm reading. I thought there was one book that we did kind of recently where like I actually like the main character in this book. But not like as in my favorite, like the driving reason oh. why I want to read that book. Uh possibly the genie, but like there were no really good side characters in, yeah. in Jane and Golem that you could just absolutely like. Addie LaRue? Oh, wait, we haven't done that one yet. Just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm like, like, but just in general, like any books that we've talked about, there's maybe one or two where I actually liked the main character as my primary favorite. But like even A Court of Thorns and Roses, I got in it for favorite sand. <laughs> what? Oh, I guess A Court of Silver Flames because Nesta was the main character. Mm. Uh, but she started out as a side character. So, yeah, I, I, like, Castile and Poppy don't bother me in this because I'm not, I'm not there for Castile and Poppy. <laughs> so, on that note, Sarah, what is your overall rating for this book? You didn't let me get my oh. emotional reaction. I thought yeah, you started. Yeah, I did. No, you no. started. No, you started. No. Okay, anyway, give it again. I didn't give it once. <laughs> okay, give I can it. assure you, you're looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> what did not. I say then? I don't remember. Because I didn't say anything. I think assume a one. reaction. What? What did you say? You assume it's a one? <laughs> yeah. It was a two. Oh, okay. <laughs> and that was because I felt emotions, but they were disgust, frustration, <laughs> and contempt is the closest I can come to describing like a, uh, you know, eye rolling and huffing. Yeah, contempt. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any desire to read the next book? I mean, I know we're going to read it, but do you have any desire to read it? Anything? Curious Anything about about, the, in, in, about what could pan out in all of this that you're curious about, or not even the Wolven? <sighs> oh, um, I mean, I guess. Do you love Murphy's neediness here? <laughs> He's touching you, and you're just like, I don't want to. <laughs> um, I mean, do I care which way the story goes at this point? I don't know. Murphy, come here. Uh, I guess I am not against reading the next book. Okay. Um, so there's that. Your butt I really do not want your anus within my line of sight. There. I think. Yeah. So I mean, it's not like a book that, that goes I well. Dated. Um. But yeah. Okay. All right. So then, what was your overall rating? Uh, it was one and a half stars, purely because of pure incest. Otherwise, it would have probably well. It's okay. I think you could grab this darker one, and I definitely like this more than that one. But it was. Low. Low, okay. 1.5. Wow. Almost two, but then Kieran Sass, like, got real, like, it was mostly in the beginning, and then it kind of thinned out, and then there was just, like, nothing of Kieran later on. Okay. Well, yeah, that's because he left. Yeah, he was the only <laughs> he was sent away. story for me, and then he was <laughs> sent away. Okay, what was your awful rating? Um, well, in Goodreads, I gave it a four, but I can't give it a half rating. I would have given it a Three and a half. In okay. Grade. So in, in our little journal, reading journal thing, it's three and a half. But, okay. Um, yeah. I, I feel like three and a half is my general rating, but I'll I think just about... last one four. Do I? Yeah, you like the last one. I didn't mark this one. I don't I, think you I marked did, the last I one. Um, I, need, I did mark that <laughs> you one. You need to get a highlighter. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Uh, it, it, yeah. It was... So it's, it's neutral for you. It's, it's neutral. Okay. It's, it's a book... I gonna read the next one mm-hmm. um i'm probably gonna step into reading it a lot quicker than i stepped into reading this one but i was busy so and so um i'm interested in how the, 
author manages to get all of this to pan out. Well, you don't find out everything by the next book yeah. because it's not, yeah. There's what, there's like five books or do we just know that there's another book coming out? And so there's the know? side series that is coming out in October, this October. And then I believe the next book in this series comes out next March. Because this one just came out last March. So she's taking a little bit more time to write the next one. Oh, maybe she has an editor now. Uh, I you mean, guys... she's published a lot of books, and if she hasn't well, gotten I know, she's prolific. I, 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 but I, I mean, know. I'm just saying, you know. I'm, I'm going to she... warn you guys, the editing in the next book is going to drive you insane. Great. So, like... <laughs> like, if you have a problem with the editing, just just be aware. It, it, or she switched editors. I don't know. It's something that everyone on, like, TikTok and stuff mentioned when they read it. They're like, what, what happened here? So, just... <laughs> Are there misspellings or repetitive oh, text? I will have to remember. There's some like does it weird to a different language at some point. <laughs> there, there is 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 a few. I think there's consistency errors. Uh, um, and there were one or two <laughs> word choices that like Virgin even peaks. <laughs> no worse. I can't remember what it was because it's been a while since I read so it. But the there chicken's was chicken's ready. Okay. Yep. Sorry. I'm pause. Go forward and see if we can wrap this up. Okay, so, and then my rating was four stars. I like this. I, I mean, again, I've read it three times now. Um, it's one of those things that I enjoy reading it, and I find new things each time I read it. And I'm getting a special edition of the books because I like them. Um, so, yeah, maybe it was a four-star rating. I like the first one better. Um, but as we at one point compared, this is like like looking at any trilogy so like if you look at lord of the rings the two towers is all transition this is all transition we are getting from point a to point b in the plot and stuff is happening so characters have to make decisions this also is like if you were to look at hero's journey she's like a third of the way into the hero's journey in terms of the choices she's making she's finally accepting like her role in it had you not processed the hero's uh, no, journey I, and all I, this i haven't because yeah typically i will look at a hero's journey and when i'm reading a books yeah but also in my brain i'm like she's been in the denial since yes the well in the first and book, that's and, and yeah she moved beyond the yeah and that's now. what i will say is is in terms of a hero's journey we've not actually made significant progress i think she's uh, like met one of the oh let's see here she hasn't gotten to the the, the female mentor yet I would have to look at it. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's a hero's journey. If you look at it, it we, we've made it about a third of the way into a hero's journey, um, which is one of the more tedious parts of the hero's journey is when they haven't accepted, but they are like making some progress. So on that note, we will next be reading A Crown of Gilded Bones. That is the next book. After that, we have our episode on The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. Or no, sorry, we have our bonus episode, our Halloween episode for the Graveyard Apartment. Um, and 
Our intro and outro music is by Grant Newman and is called The Battle of the Nile from Epidemic Sound. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to Bookpile Banter on Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, or whichever platform you listen to your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you on any of our social media platforms such as Instagram or TikTok. You can find us at book underscore pile underscore banter. You can also email us at bookpilebanter at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you.